This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. So go sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. And PropSwap, it's America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. Uh, and we're also brought to you by Better, Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all of your favorite NFL player props with a, plans to, with a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at BetterFantasy.com slash SGPN. That's BetterFantasy.com slash SGPN. And we're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN. And of course, do not forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our favorite, all of your favorite podcasts and free picks. All right, DGENs, welcome to the show. The TOC recap, Sony Open preview, great fucking weekend. It's your boy, Boston Capper, with the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer. Steve, come on, baby. Let's go. Great fucking weekend. Hey, hold on. Can we pause pause the podcast real quick? I uh, I got a giant boar in the back of my car that I got to bring out for the luau. The family <laughs> luau that we're going to have. That's right. That's right. Let's Cam go. Smith wins it. Beautiful. Hell yeah. Beautiful. And it was God, a I, I, There was not I an thought- easy moment of this entire day. No, I thought I was going to puke. <laughs> it was now, so bad. Now, now, full disclosure, I had uh, we had some a couple of friends over. They're Bills fans, so uh, we had to have the Bills game on for most of the front the, nine. Against the Jets, I know. Well, listen, you know, listen, you know, they're you're, your pat, your, your Pats, it. yeah, your Pats technically could have won the division, but yeah, yeah I mean, but we yeah. suck in Miami in December. But um, you know, our kids had to go to bed, so uh, they left right as everybody was making the back nine. So, and, perfect. Fine. You know, I mean, and, yep, they were lockstep with each other. Smith had what two? I think a two shot lead yep. going into like twelve. God, that was stressful though. So stressful. No, no I, I mean, stressful. Well, it's been stressful ever since yesterday. Yeah, because you know, Rom was like you know making a run. Cam Smith went out and bogeyed the first two. Or, two. Yeah, for the maybe the first was that was that Friday? That was Friday. That was Friday. No, you know what he did? He like he he was just a par machine for like the first few, and then he got rolling. Yep. The back nine, but Rom was just matching him, going toe to toe. That was fun. That was that was fun last two days. Yeah, it really was. And so I, so uh, like you said, full disclosure, I didn't watch fucking much of it last night. I watched some of the replay shit, uh, but I was at the Bruins game last night. Um, so uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I watched some of the afternoon action, uh, which apparently ESPN Plus is doing really well. I don't know if I'm just kind of dumb. I couldn't figure out how to watch anything other than two matchups, but I'll figure it out moving forward. I was also at, like an Airbnb, and I didn't want to put a whole bunch of effort into it. And shit, I forgot to log out. Somebody's going to get some uh, free ESPN Plus. Uh, Uh-oh. So there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we hope you guys followed on Cam Smith. Uh, that was really good for us. Steve, uh, Steve got the juiciest number, too. I remember texting you. Did. Whatever day it was. It was it was like Tuesday. It was, I, was, I think it was Monday. Yeah, I was, I was so jealous of your fucking Cam Smith number. So gross. <laughs> well, I mean, now I'm going to be able to price shop. You know, because uh, uh, gambling uh, has come to New York State. Uh, WinBet's not here yet, but as soon as WinBet is here, I will absolutely sign up. Okay. Uh, but yeah, like that—that that was uh, that was one of the first bets I made. And honestly, you know how sometimes I've come on this podcast and said like, you know, I can think about like this guy, like Coach and Trophy. Honest to God, I had an image in my head of like Cam Smith with the Luau. Oh yeah, 
Perfect. Or, or, yeah, with the lay and then like yeah. hol- holding the whale trophy. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. It's a perfect image. So, so uh, like just a couple like closing notes, like you know, before we go on the DFS report card, and uh, we'll take an ad break after that. But uh, like, what do you think about like the broadcast? Like, what do you think about PJ Tour Live going to ESPN Plus? So, like I said, so like I, I couldn't really. So, like I said, I was only watching afternoon shit. Uh, okay. I guess because Thursday and Friday I golfed. I, went, I played TPC Tampa on Thursday, and then uh, a place called Heritage Isles, which is actually pretty cool. Um, it's a spot outside of Tampa. Um, really fun track, man. Like, um, they really well. It was it was it was a fun track. They had these um, they had these <laughs> they had these tee boxes, man. Were super intimidating. Like coming out of the shoot. Like I mean. Like very narrow coming off the shoot, and then the fairway would open up. But you cannot, you could not be, you could not be wild off the tee there. And I really enjoy, I really enjoy both rounds. But uh, you know, I get back to the Airbnb after drinking and playing. So you know, fall asleep, watch a little golf. Then we ended up going out to dinner and then um, you know, doing stuff like that. So I didn't, right. watch a, didn't watch a whole a whole bunch of the ESPN Plus stuff. Um, All right, so. well, I, I, wa- I watched plenty of it. Um, right off the bat, the sound quality is excellent. Yeah, you can definitely hear everything that's going on. The announcers are quiet as guys are talking to the caddies. But there's some really good banter. Like I I think yesterday um, they just shut up for about 90 seconds and JT and Bones are just talking about what shot they want to hit. Like, yeah, like, you know, give me more of that. Give me that. Uh, it just looked like the production was a lot more cleaner. Uh, and this wasn't even the full launch of it. They, they only had one stream just because it's Hawaii. They couldn't get all the equipment out there. But I thought it was really good. And honestly, I kind of prefer just one stream so they just give us everything all in one. So yeah. it's, But, I mean, you're going to have a main feed. You're going to have feature groups, feature holes. I, I'm very much looking – I'm looking forward to what ESPN Plus is going to – we bring to the table with this thing. I thought it was very good. And then the last thing before we take a break is, so, I mean, these guys ripped this place up. Oh, my God. I mean, 34 under. But does it bother you? Did it bother you that these guys went so low, or did you just not care? I didn't care. It was just so funny because I know I was going to hear a bitch about Birdie Fest. But for whatever reason, I don't know. This one feels different. It always feels different. They always beat this course up. The views are awesome, like, and I expect these guys. I don't know, whatever. And every, I don't know. I like, I like this birdie fest versus like every other birdie fest, and I don't know why. And I don't have to quantify it. So fuck you. I liked it. You know what it is for me? I think it's the tee shots because once the ball hits the ground, you're like, all right, where's this thing where's gonna, it gonna go? go? Yeah, yeah, like where's it gonna roll to? Yeah. And I mean, look, the greens are really soft. It rained a whole bunch there. They played lift clean in place for the first two days. That's bullshit. Whatever. But no, I, I just I love Kapalua. I don't care if they rip this place up. No. Um, I just think it's a great opening tournament to the year. I very much enjoyed watching it. I loved all the whale covers. The only thing I didn't like was uh, was stupid Noah Begay every 30 minutes reminding us with his leveler just how undulated oh the fair. Oh my god. I know. That, that was, was annoying. That was annoying. I didn't I don't need to see that anymore. How much how many ta- how many times today were you rooting for Rom's ball to get in one of those divots he got so close to? I was like getting a divot. Get a divot. Times. <laughs> oh my god. Times. I I did I did maybe shout uh get in the bunker when he uh, hit it on uh, in the bunker on 12 and yeah. if JT was sitting next to me he would have kicked me off the golf course for that. <laughs> So, all right. Why don't we take a break and then we'll go through the uh, the field about and we'll talk about some uh, other guys of note. All right. Sounds good. Well, listen, if you guys are ready to win money and boost your odds, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips. So go get in on all your favorite 
teams, players, and sports. Uh, you know, so WinBet right now has some brand new bonuses. Bet five to win four hundred in free bets. Uh, and listen, they're still running the bet twenty dollars uh, on your build your own sports book or build your own bet uh, on their sports book feature, uh, where you can earn a chance to win a once in a lifetime experience for the big game. You and three guests get to go get a VIP experience at Shaq's Funhouse. Two nights at Win Las Vegas, a $5,000 free bet at Win uh, Las Vegas Sportsbook, and a $5,000 travel credit. So, great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet from Boosted Pilates, the live in-game odds on every major sport. We have what you need to win today. If you're ready to play, sign up and receive a special offer, a risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Yeah, I am very much looking forward to WinBet coming live in New York. You know, take advantage of those bonuses and, uh, you know, uh-huh. registration stuff. It's it's going to be great. So please come soon, WinBet. You know, yeah. just uh, at least you have at least you, at least you have options where you're at. Tell you what, it was pretty nice this week. Pretty, pretty nice this weekend. All right. Let's go do a quick DFS report card. First one of the year. So start $10,000 range. Yeah, Justin Thomas, Hoblin, Morikawa, Ram DeChambeau. Justin Thomas, most popular guy, 30%. And he had one hell of a weekend. Thank you very much. Uh, saved a top 10 bet that I had with a lot of juice, but you know what? Mm-hmm. Juice only matters when you lose. You lose. It didn't right. lose. So, uh, I mean, Morikawa had a massive day today to save, you know, you know, my, a couple of DFS lineups I had, save a top 10 props. So it was fine. John Rama, obviously he was only 18.6%, which I mean, it's high compared, but it's so, you know, relatively low compared to the field, but it was only real two, two real disappointments. Uh, Hovland, 23%. You know, I mean, there was a lot of scuttlebutt about, you know, the fact that like I was clubs didn't come in and there there was a lot of sharps out there that once they got wind of that started pounding a bunch of matchups. Yeah, because the last is the last time, whatever it was, the last time that he fucking like got a lost driver or had to switch out shafts or something like that. He ended up winning the fucking. Tournament. Right. But 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 a lot of guys are taking matchups against him. And uh, I mean, that paid off great. I think Hoblin lost every single matchup he was paired up against like Rob Damn. and JT. Yeah. So, you know, anybody who went five and zero with that, congratulations. Uh, I got a little birdie uh, tip me a little bit to do a little, you know, a couple matchups on him. So that was nice. Uh, and then Bryson uh, just just nothing. You know, I, I got I he, he got hot on the back nine today. He did. But I mean, 24th in DraftKings scoring. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was the lowest one of the ten thousand dollar guys. But, uh, you know, hat tip to Nagel's bagels. Uh, he has a really good theory about Bryson. Um, basically anytime there's undulation to a golf course, don't use Bryce. And I was, I was chatting with him on, I think Thursday morning or no Wednesday after I heard that take, and I, I complimented him for it. And it makes sense because, you know, Bryson, how much, how much does he just beat off or, or like just beat balls? <laughs> on, uh, yeah. I don't know how much Bryson beats off Steve. That seems like, uh, how, how I don't know, something you might want to talk to your therapist about, not me. All right. All right. How much does Bryson <laughs> beat balls on the drive range? It's a perfect lie or in the simulator adds a nice flat lie. And once you get them on like, you know, hills and stuff, like all the calculations, they you know, go out the window. So no, listen, I agree. That makes I mean, sense. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, shit, look at the shit I was texting you this weekend. I was like, I cannot get a fucking flat lie to save my goddamn life. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a nightmare. Like, it, like it is a nightmare. It's a like I sw- when I played TPC, the uh, Tampa. Like I, at least six times, I had to swing my club like a fucking baseball bat because it was yeah. on a side hill lie. And like I'm terrible, and like I can't. Like I don't even think it matters how good you are with a lie like that. Like it's just a fucking nightmare. 
Yeah. And when you're Bryson with single length irons and you have to know exactly how far I take it back. Yeah. All that shit goes out the window when the ball is like three or four inches above you. Above yep. you. So agreed. Yeah. So. All right. Nine thousand outrage. I mean, there's only three guys. Um, the guy we didn't like out of it was Patrick Cantley. He did the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was fourth in drafting scoring and he was the least popular in this range, too. I think I might have to reevaluate the Bermuda thing with him. Maybe because I mean, look, like he started off at minus 10 of the tour championship, but he still would have finished like T4 overall yeah. just without the strokes. And he played really good this week. I think it comes from the fact that like he just doesn't play a whole lot of Bermuda on his schedule. Could be. At, and so it might have been a small sample size. And yeah, I don't know. So that might be something to revisit. Uh, Xander was I mean, he's the most popular. He was fine. No, he was not fine. He finished eleventh. He finished eleventh at DraftKings scoring. He was one shot off cash and it's he a is, top ten. He is. He is. Yeah. He is officially on my no bet list again. Fucking that, that nope. hurt. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean that hurt. Like that hurt. And first of all, he had the Eagles to even get to fucking eleventh. Like That's just, true. just, just he is. He is the American version of fucking Fleetwood. Yeah, I think he hit like. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah, I'm, dude, I'm a bot. So, I, so, I, so here's the deal. Okay. I, hold, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Isn't Finau the American version of Fleetwood? Come on. No, at least, at least Xander's Finau. won at more. Least, when was the last time Xander won a no-cut event that's not the fucking Olympics? Okay, I'm just saying Xander has won more than a lot more in Tommy Fleetwood and a lot more in t- Tony Finau. Come on, dude. Dude, listen, I don't know. I like there's something about him. I, I don't know. Like, listen, I respect Andy Lack. I respect uh, Jeff Nagels. Like, I respect all these guys who like. Xander, I'm just done with him. Like, okay. if he wins, if he wins a tournament, then fucking so be it. I will not be on him. You know I what? Not, I will not talk myself into him again. I like, I listen to some of the offseason shit, and I talk myself into Xander. Nope, fucking, that's it. I'm just done with him. Good. I want more guys like you, so we get better odds on Xander. Good. Like, Go ahead. Phoenix, Good you're, you're never gonna, you're never gonna, you're never gonna get better odds because there's a bunch of lemmings walking off a cliff every fucking tournament to bet him, and he never fucking wins. Well, maybe this is the breaking point then. You know. Okay. You know, Xander automatic Kapalua. Maybe this is enough to get steam out of him. All right. And then Sam Burns, that was really disappointing. Uh, he was in position to get a top 10, and he crapped the bed down the stretch. So that's what it is. Uh, $8,000 range. Uh, Cam Smith, most popular player <laughs> in DraftKings. Yeah. So everyone yep. had him. Everyone yep. enjoyed. Uh, I like Daniel Berger a lot this week. Uh, unfortunately, he missed a four-footer to dead heat a top five for me. That sucked. That wasn't great. Whatever. Nope. It is what it is. Uh, Song Jay, we both liked him, finished top yep. 10. He was good. Um, you know, I mean, Hideki, I thought he was going to be okay. He finished 13th. He basically yeah. did what I thought. Yeah, he did yeah. well. He did real but, well. You know, like, I mean, the, the problem was it's a big birdie fest, and there's only so much ball striking you and can do. And he still got to what? What do you get? To? He get to like 25 under. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, that's the one thing I'm. Bro, gonna... if, you, if, if I would have told you, if I said, hey, listen, Hideki's going to get to 25 under, you would have been like, well, oh, yeah. fuck it, all day. We have this. Well, it was only twenty-one, but regardless, but, I, that's that's one thing I think. Like when you look at like these strokes gain numbers, like you're gonna see like, oh well, like you know, Billy Horschel sucked with his irons. Well, he was seventeen under on the week. How bad could it really been? It just that he just didn't hit as close to everybody because everybody's hitting close. So right. I don't know. I mean, like some of these numbers are gonna look ugly. Some of these numbers are gonna look pretty good. They might be a little misleading because you know, I mean, how many guys finished twenty under or better? Uh, eight, 18. Jesus. Yeah, they let this place up. Um, Spieth was bad this week. Spieth was bad. You know, I, I put down the FOMO bet on him. I, I think I might be right. I might be right. Did you his pre-shot swing routine? I don't like it. I don't know what's going on with it. I mean, so I'm I'm the type of guy I like I like. I know, but this is you though. This is you. This is what? not a professional golfer. Like you're the one that like like. 
I don't I swing. Eat. No, I don't do practice swings. That's what I'm saying. I, so I, I get up and hit the ball. I don't do any practice swings. I like that's why I like Keegan. Uh, I, well, not Keegan, rather. I like Matt Jones. Like, I don't like Keegan's pretty sharp machine drives me insane. Like, listen, the, uh, here's what happens. I take like three. Uh, if I take three practice swings, I'll have a good one. I'm like, oh, well, there was the good swing. It's gone. Fuck that. I'm just going to get up and hit it. Like, I hit it and play. Let's go. Okay, well then I think that's what speed needs to do. Like it's yeah, it looks so technical. Like I, I I don't like it. So I I don't know if he's back or anything. I don't I don't think he's back. Uh he was back. He was great last year. He was bad down the stretch. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he was bad the hero and he was bad this week. Okay. All right. Uh answer sucks, but maybe we want to bookmark it. Answer did suck. Maybe, maybe we'll book our We'll maybe bookmark him for this week, though. This might be a little friendlier golf course. Yeah, I don't, like. I don't mind him for this week. Yeah. Is, All right, 7, is, is Kiz in the field this week? Yeah, Kiz is also in the field. Yep. All right, there you go. All right, 7,000 hour range. No one really did all that great. The best guy here was Kevin Knott, 14th. Uh, oh, did you oh, Did you see him fucking try to walk that putt in early? I mean, which one? He always does. No, but he missed it. Oh, good. Oh, oh! I thought I, I meant to, I actually meant to text you that the uh, he he like it was like I don't know it was probably like a six or seven footer and he tried to walk it in early and he fucking missed it he blew it by by like four feet I was like oh my god Steve would be so happy right now <laughs> I would have been happy uh, Taylor Gooch was popular guy in the range he did a little yeah, better on the, well he was only twenty first in drafting scoring so he, this is the guy who did better on the leaderboard than he did yeah. you know in real life but whatever I mean it is what it is um i mean if, if you skip the th- seven thousand hour range you probably did okay for yourself i mean you got leishman here uh patrick reed who everybody loved this week um so glad DFL i day one. i mean listen he rallied but cost everybody yeah. money it didn't matter so all right and then under seven thousand dollars uh seamus power your boy 12th drafting scoring cam davis who i liked eighth uh matt jones though Matt jones listen what, no, there's what no, a performance there's no man wind. What a, what what a performance! No I don't know. I don't know. That's pretty good, though. Dude, what a performance, so, man! Seriously, yeah. Like, no, it was so great. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I uh, that birdie on seventeen there. I mean, it's, he hung in. It was, it was, it was it a solid performance. I was very happy for him. And uh, Kevin Kisner was good. To see, I don't fucking. It was good to see Kisner do well again. Uh, Higa did okay. Everybody else had to drunk junk here, so uh, it seemed like you just need to hit up top. You need Cam Smith because everybody had him. Skip the sevens, and then they have like Cam Davis, like. Matt Jones at like four percent, so and that's really about it. So, all right, uh, why don't we put that to bed and then why don't we uh, top of the Sony real quick? Right. So let's start off with that. Um, the field. So this is a full field. This is obviously a lot weaker than uh, what the tournament <laughs> championship no, is. is it? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think twenty two guys uh, played last week. Are going to play this week? Um, you know, so obviously most of the best players played last week. We're gonna get a little bit, you know, you know, a little bit of a downstep here. But uh, Bryson is gonna be in the he's field. Playing. Is, yeah, yeah, that's surprising. So he's played this twice. Uh, he last played in 2019, but that was pre-bulk up though. Uh, okay. He finished T10 in that tournament. So it's interesting. Well, I'll talk about him a little bit later. But you know, I mean, you might not think Wiley might be a place for him, but there might be a couple of things he can do to it. So you'll see. And then other nobles in the field, you got Abe Answer, you got Sung Jay, Jason Kokrak, who was a pretty abysmal last week in tournament oh, champions. Maybe he can rebound. Uh, Mark Leishman, Hideki, Webb Simpson, uh, who's making his uh, season debut, or well, 2021 debut. And then Cam Smith coming off the big win. So you think he's, he's, he's going to play or you think he's going to withdraw after one? No, he's going to play. He's a former winner, so he probably has some obligations he wants to like hit on to. So, yep. and then I mean, another thing to watch out for is, 
you're going to get all those corn fairy got graduates who played the fall, you know, your Hayden Buckley's your Chad Ramey's all those, you know, there's a couple guys you want to keep your eye on. Uh, maybe they could be sneaky top 20, top 10 plays this week at the Sony. Cause um, as we'll get to a little bit, there's a lot of ways to skin a cat at YLI. So why don't we take another break and then uh, I'll break down the golf course. All right. Sounds great, man. Well, listen, uh, prop swap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets the nfl playoffs and college football championship are right around the corner uh, and PropSwap has the best odds on all your football futures if you see a ticket you like but you think the price is why submit a bid for what you think is fair and then buy it you can always find the best odds because you're buying directly from betters just like yourself use promo code sgp on your first deposit and prop swap will double it up to 500 bucks double the cash means double the odds and sellers all across the country list their sports bets for sale and Thousands of buyers that visit PropSwap every day to find the best odds on futures, props, and piles. This week, Derek from Colorado purchased the Georgia College Football Championship ticket on PropSwap at minus 120. Huge discount to the sportsbook who have currently the Bulldogs at minus 150. If you're not using PropSwap, then you are missing out. So go get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right. Let's get to Wild Country Club. Let's break it down. So, Let's go. so if anyone played N64 back in the day, uh, and I, there was a video game, Bond, uh, James Bond. That's the only game for it. Yeah, that's a, it's have. 007 Mario Kart. And that was really about it. But I forget what the name of the the game is. But Wild was the featured course on it. Really? So, so a lot of people, if you played that game, you probably know exactly what uh, Wild has in store for you. So. <laughs> I can't so this, remember who won a tournament six months ago, and you expect me to recall what a golf course looked like from N64. I mean, we're yeah. talking, what fucking year is it? 2022? What? That, that was 20, like 19, that was like 25 years ago? Yeah, listen, you know, you just have to pull back a little bit on the joystick, you know, tap A a couple times, and, you know, you're going to put it about five feet from the hole. So, <laughs> all right. So this is a Seth Rayner. Uh, it was built in 1926. Um, you know, Seth Rayner is a legendary golf course architect. You know, he built the old white TPC, uh, rest in peace, uh, the Greenbrier, uh, Chicago Golf Club, um, Fisher's Island Golf Club, country club at Charleston, which had a uh, women's US Open a couple years ago. And he's the original designer of the Dunes course in Monterey Peninsula. That's where they had, um, I think it's one of the legs of the ATT Pebble Beach Pro-Am. So originally it was a 600-yard uh, golf course from the championship tees. Um, you know, Seth Rayner, you know, a classic architect, a lot of classic designs to this place. Um, since its opening, it's undergone a couple of tweaks, a couple of renovations. It's now over 7,000 uh, yards. But overall, it's still kind of maintaining its charm. It's a little bit of a time capsule of golf's past. Uh, it's a classic. It's a good grouting. It's a good golf course. Uh, it, so overall, with the land, like, it's a, it's night and day different than Kapalua. So Kapalua was, it's literally on the side of a mountain. Uh, this is a dead flat piece of property. Um, I mean, there's some movement with the greens, but that's really about it. It's pretty flat tee to green. Uh, but the routing is really good. It doesn't feel like you're going in one direction over and over. Uh, it kind of reminds me a little bit of the routing, at like Sedgefield, which is a Donald Ross and the old white TPC, like just going crisscrossing back and forth. You know, if, if the wind is up, that's going to be a big challenge just because, I mean, you're, you're going to have to account for it hole to hole. It's not going to be the same. So, um, and then as mentioned earlier, uh, you know, Rainer took a lot of template holes and put it on this golf course. So for example, the first hole, which I think is the toughest hole in the golf course, uh, it's modeled after the road hole at St. Andrews. So, and they look pretty similar. They're both kind of, you know, slight dog, like right holes. Uh, 
there's a bunker on the right side of the fairway. It kind of acts like the hotel for like St. Andrews, but you want to play towards it because then you have a really good look at the green. If you play uh, away from it, you know, it's pretty wide fairway, but then you got to carry over a bunker and you might have a good angle to the green. So, you know, there's a lot of holes like that. They're basically template holes. You know, there's a lot of dog legs, um, not a whole lot of opportunity for most guys to carry the dog legs. So there's a lot of positional golf. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's not, you know, it's not the rough isn't overly penal, but it's Bermuda rough. So you don't really want to be there. Uh, the other template hole of this place is the 17th. That's probably the, the most, um, that's if, if you ever go to this tournament, that's probably where you want to camp out is the 17th. It's right by the beach. It's completely exposed. It's a Redan hole. So if you don't know what a Redan is, it's it's a par three that has a right to left slope green with with a with bunkers guarding the right. Um, back in 2018, it was redesigned by Tom Doak. Uh, he added a lot of movement to the green to restore it to its you know quote unquote true Redan nature. But uh, it was it played way too firm though. Guys could not hold the green. Like, no, they couldn't. Like I think JT complained. Like he always complains. JT always complains. I know. So. I can, but since, by the way, absolute perfect conditions this week for him, right? Still, still spits the bit on on Thursday, right? With a lift clean in place, goes out and shoots great over the weekend. I cannot wait to fade him in tougher conditions. You're just mad. You're just mad. Your take kind of blew up in your face. Did it blow up in my face? Did he fucking win? No. No. You you took a victory lap on Friday, and then he I was did. like 28 under since then. That is blowing up in your face, sir. No, it's not. All right. it's anyways, not. back back to this hole. So, anyways, uh, you know, over the last three years, though, the golf course has softened up, um, or not the golf course. This hole, the seventeenth, has softened up. It's a lot more receptive now, but still a really hard hole, especially if the wind is up. So, um, but yeah, I mean, like overall, though, this is a classic. Um, you know, this is a golf course that you know we'll get to a little bit later. You know, it doesn't really promote one style of play. Usually this is one of the few golf courses on the PGA Tour where, you know, the shorter, more accurate players can stand a chance. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like sometimes it comes down to weather. Uh, usually this is a birdie fest. Yep. Uh, but when Cam Smith won it a couple of years ago, it was rainy. It was a little cool. Oh, it was, fuck. Uh, yeah, that was Smith won what, two years Yeah, ago? that was only – he only won it 11 under. Yeah, it was it was short, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then like Kevin Knott last year went like twenty two under. Right. So yeah, that's usually where it is if the weather cooperates, and we'll have to see what the weather is. But um, I'm assuming that Honolulu probably got just as much rain as Kapalua did. Yeah. Um, so it's probably gonna play soft, probably gonna play easy, probably gonna be a lot burnt. So what island is is this on? This is on Oahu. This is in Honolulu. Okay. I can yep. text I, I can text my birth mom and find out what the weather's been like. She sent me okay. a picture. Uh, I heard a tiki bar watching the Maui thing. Uh, nice. She's, uh, I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, maybe you can get me tickets next year. <laughs> so this is, yeah, it's, uh, this is 75 miles away from uh, Kapalua, but you know, Go. it's probably similar weather that they got there. So, yeah. all right, why don't we take another break? And then uh, we will talk about betting strategies for this week. All right. I like it. And uh, listen, we did great not betting strategies this week and uh, hopefully next week as well. And look, the fantasy season may be over, but the action is still coming to your better fantasy app. Download the free to play app today to bet on player props for the NFL playoffs. You can also enter their player prop pool and score big when you win. Uh, we love better fantasy because we can win awesome prizes and even raise some money for charity along the way, too. We do love charity bets. As a matter of fact, that's a good cue. I got to check on Steve for a charity bet we made. Uh, it's a totally free to play. You'll earn better credits by completing challenges and use them 
to place your bets. Better Fantasy is available worldwide in and all 50 states. So download the app today over at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. We don't need to talk about you want it. Cause I'm, you're sorry, shit. I'm sorry, we Cause don't you're... need to talk about it? I'm sorry, what? No, because your trash player played a trash team today, and he got a billion points. So and he got – and he fucking – and he, had, he was out a week with COVID. Your guy played the whole time. So. All right. Congra- congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. A drunken argument. What was that? Fucking like 12 weeks ago, probably. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot closer than what you thought it was going to be, though. Oh, yeah. And by, by the way, I guess still, what? Smashed, still smashing the guillotine lead, so it didn't fucking matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Fuck it. I win. I'll pay, I, you with those, I'll pay you with those winnings. You don't pay me. You pay Wolfson's Children's Hospital. That's what you pay. It's, it's a charity. Bet. I will. Pay. All right. By the way, it was Antonio Gibson versus Brandon Cooks from like week I don't know. What was week yeah, five? Cooks was up eight heading into this week, and then yep. Gibson played the Giants, and like everybody does, they just smash them. <laughs> you know, it's pretty easy to smash the Giants when uh, on third and nine from your own three, you decide to run victory formation and just give up. Not great, Bob. I, you know what? I said I wasn't going to talk about the Giants. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's 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 talk about some spreading strategies. All right, let's talk about the Sony Open spreading strategy. So, one of the things I like to look at, I'm I'm a big proponent of data golf. And they always have these like relative like skill set, you know, charts. It basically just takes you know the leaderboards of each tournament and they break it down in like five categories driving distance, driving accuracy, approach around the green and putting. And it basically tells you like, okay, what's been more important on top of the leaderboard, what's been less important. Uh, and unfortunately, Wiley is the least correlated golf course on the PGA Tour. <laughs> Pretty much. For real? Yeah. Like, I mean, if anything. Driving accuracy, maybe a little bit of scrambling just because there's those profiles, but like driving distance, it's a big mix. Iron play, you don't have to be a good iron player in order to do well here. Uh, Potting, you don't even have to be a good putter, but bad putters have actually done well here. So there's a little bit of everything at this place. So it's kind of a mess. I guess, you know, if anything, this is a golf course where the shorter, more accurate players tend to can do well here. You know, they have the ability to because it's only 7000 yards. You know, it, it, there is a premium to hit. I mean, it's not really a premium to keep in the fairway, but it does help, mm-hmm. um, you know, because this is, you know, kind of a low scoring tournament. So hitting out of the fairway too. Um, the greens aren't as big as last week, but they're still relatively big. They're about they average about 6500 square feet per. It's about a little above average for PG Tour standards. So, um, yeah, but I mean, just because it's a short golf course, those guys tend to do pretty well here. There are a couple of notable trends that you can look at to separate the wheat from chaps. So, uh, I mentioned this earlier. So, there's 22 guys who play the tournament champions last year. Eight of the last 10 Sony Open winners played the previous week. Right. And last year, went it was seven of nine last year. And then Kevin, uh, who was awful at the tournament champions, came here and won. <laughs> so, <laughs> Maybe like like a guy like Jason Kokrak. Give answer. He was really bad last week. As soon as that Kisner number drops tomorrow, I'm hammering it. Yeah, but everybody's going to hammer it. I don't give a fuck. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I mean, like, that might be something where if you just want to blindly follow that, it's a pretty strong trend. That's a very so strong take trend. take guys who played last week and just bet them next week. Yeah, go for it. Um, as far as, like, stat-like trends... So last week, it was a test of wedges, like under 100 yards, and long irons or long approach shots. This week, it's very heavily weighted to mid irons. So a lot of there's 
Um, I put in my article, which just dropped tonight, by the way, the approach shot distribution from last year's tournament. Above average rates in shots from 125, 150, 150, 175, 175, 200. So again, like a lot of these shorter players, you know, they tend to excel with their mid irons. That's kind of yeah. why they keep themselves on tour. But this is a golf course for them. You're hitting a lot of mid irons in the greens. You know, part of the reason that that is because there's a lot of positional golf at this place. You can't, you know, some guys can't hit with the dog legs. Talk about a guy who might be able to. So, you know, mostly you're just, all right, I'm going to hit to the middle of the dogway, and I got like 165 in, and you got dials in, and then you got got to be able to hit the putt. So, um, and then as far as like guys who tend to do well here, usually they do well at places like Colonial, Sedgefield, Harbortown, Sea Island. Like, like I remember last year, like Kevin, uh, you could draw a direct correlation to like Colonial was yeah. former winner. Sedgefield, he almost won that last year. Yeah. Um, the old white TPC Greenbrier, he's a former Don't, winner there. Doesn't kids play well at all those places too? Well, there you go. Harbortown, Sea Island, Sedgefield, Colonial, Kisner. Dude, I'm telling you. I mean, you can do Web, you can do Webb Simpson, Sedgefield, mm. Harbortown, Sea Island. Webb's actually got. I'll get to him. He's actually got a very good track record here. Yeah, so no, here, yeah. I just, I just thinking about the number that they're gonna hang. Where do you think they're gonna hang Kiz at this week? He's gonna be sub forty to one, right? I think forty is probably the number. I think forty is the number. Well, okay. actually, you know what? Let's just, uh, I, Thirty-five. <sighs> Yeah, I think it's going to be 35. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So here are the top 10 players in the field this week in career strokes game per round of Wiley. So yeah. number one, Charles Howell the third. Get out of here. Just dominates here. Chucky three sticks. Yeah, Come on. He, so he's, he gains 1.8 strokes per round on the field, 68 rounds. So big sample size. Damn. Yeah. Number two, this is going to make you happy. Corey Connors, 1.7 goals per 12 rounds. I, yeah. was, text, I was texting uh, Kirshner about a week earlier. I was like, yo, hey, we're going to move on to the Sony. Let's get another winner. He's like, Connors. I was like, I love Connors. Let's go. All right, but I always go. love Connors. So, so, so for me, with guys like that, it doesn't actually mean anything because I always just like those guys. Okay. All right. Number three, I don't remember when he played this, but uh, this is a Corn Ferry guy. Nick Hardy, 1.67 in his only appearance. He actually played well here. Okay. All right. Number four, Pat Kazire. That's mostly from his one win. Yeah. Um, I think he beat James Hahn in a playoff. That was when I think the coverage got messed up because the cameraman went on strike. <laughs> so just <laughs> like they had just I think they had like two like hard cameras out there. Just and they were losing ball. It was a mess. Um, that was a couple years ago. All right, number five, another guy I played last week, Mark Leishman, one and a half strokes to, uh, uh, gain on the field in 48 rounds. Number six, Webb Simpson, 1.4 strokes gained, 43 rounds. Number seven, and this is a guy I want to talk about real quick. Yeah, Bryson. Mm. So top ten in 2019. I think he finished like T40 or something in 2018. But that was that was pre bulk up. What I'm, I don't know if concern is the right word. Okay, but I'm interested because there's a golf course that he attacked. It's a little similar to this place, Detroit Golf Club, okay. flat, okay. classic, and he was just able to hit over the dog legs. Just you know, like, and he can plot around a little bit too, but. Just because of his length, he just overpowered the place. Right. And there's a lot of opportunities to hit over dog legs this tournament. Now they're going to have, um, they're going to do uh, in course out of bounds on 18, so guys don't go down. I think the 10th fairway. Okay. In order to hit the green, so he's going to have to play that hole straight. Oh, was that the one? Was that last year? Was that the first? Was that where he was 
put it on the other. Now, JT tried to do that. So I just remember Bryson going super left somewhere. Now, Bry- they- Bry- now Bryson didn't. Oh, no, he tried to do the players. The players. That was it. Then they put the the, the right. out of bounds. Okay. Okay. Yep, yep. okay. But I th- but guys were going down the left the tenth fairway a couple years ago, and then they said, "All right, we're going to do in course out of OB, so you can't do that." But there's a pl- there are plenty of holes that Bryson get over the dog legs, hit over the bunkers, and you know set himself up for like 125 hundred yard wedge shots all day long. Right. So and um, you know. A callback to what we talked about earlier in the show. Cap Lou is really undulated. This is a flat golf course. Yeah. So maybe this is a golf course that, you know, Bryson could be a sneaky one and done pick this week. I don't think yeah. a lot of people are on him. I think they're not going to, they're going to think, oh, Wiley, it's a Kisner, it's a Webb Simpson. I don't want to use that. Well, maybe Bryson just goes out, just curb stomps everybody at this place. Yeah, I don't so, hate it. I don't hate it. Uh, number eight, Brendan Steele. He has a few good uh, showings here, um, and the, you know, I think he lost to a playoff to Cam Smith. Number nine, Brian Stewart, who you would think would do well here, right, short, right, accurate yeah. player, can putt. And then Chris Kirk. He, uh, this was the turn last he year. Yeah, they he got came in second, didn't he? Uh, yeah, he got his card back. He was on the medical yeah. exemption. He got his card back. Because so. I think we were rooting for it. Remember? We were. We were. So, yeah. and this started like a fifteen tournament streak where I just kept betting him, and he kept failing. But yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so overall, that's a pretty diverse list. Yeah. Um, you know, you got your good ball strikers, you got your short, accurate guys, you got guys who really can only putt. You got, you know, a couple guys who can't putt. <laughs> so this can be tough, but yeah. you know, if you just kind of follow some of the things I said this week or in this show, you, know, you might do all right for yourself. I like it. Fucking like it, man. All right, let me take one more break and then uh, we'll wrap the show up. All right, sounds good. Well, listen, since when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social. And when I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches tossing bets around in a speakeasy. SoBet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBet is changing the game with their new product. So head over to SoBet.io and create an account to see for yourself. Through their fully functioning and free web app, you can access a demo of their app that will launch this fall or yeah, this fall now. Um, <laughs> the app includes consensus lines from Vegas, a feed on what other people are betting, and the ability to send friendly wages to anyone you know via text, QR codes, and links, among other methods. No money is transacted on the app, and it is purely competitive. Next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch and go to SoBet.io so you can hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off Vegas odds or generate a bet by changing any metric they want as long as somebody is on the other side to accept. So let's go back to the roots of betting with SoBet and go to SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN today to join the revolution. And listen, not only just the app, um, the boys over on uh, the Mothership is what I call it, uh, the, the, the Sports Game of Podcast. They're doing a, a college football playoff uh, where uh, they're going to sim all the games and call them, and you can win some fucking money. So go sign up for that shit. You don't need to know anything. It's computers doing stuff. And what's more entertaining than Sean and Colby and Ryan calling games other than myself and Steve breaking down, you know, golf courses, which I find yeah. very entertaining as well. Yeah, th- them doing all the Madden Sims when everybody was locked down in COVID. It was that, beautiful. That was that a stroke got, of genius. That got us through some really tough times. Yeah, stroke of genius, stroke of genius. Yeah. So yeah. make sure to go uh, sign up for that shit. Go over to uh, sportsgamingpodcast.com. Um, and don't forget to download the SGPN app. All right, what are we closing the show with, homie? All right, I mean, I, I, I did a lot of talking. Um, you know, do you have, besides Kisner, do you have any uh, initial leans or like any 
Anything you remember from last year that you want to kind of carry over this year? So I, I feel like she kind of made me think a little bit when you talked about the Bryson thing with the flat lies and maybe you can just go out and dominate. I literally had not, that has that had not even crossed my mind until you just said it. But up until then, look, I, I want, I want guys who are good with proximity with their eyes, guys like kids, guys like Connors, um, you know, look, once again, it's another fun course to watch. Um, I really thought Cam Smith wouldn't play. I don't think he'll go back to back. Um, but I, Leishman, least no, I don't. Uh, but I think Leishman played really well this week. Um, I'm eyeing him for the whole season. Like, I like. A, so, he, so here's another guy I'm eyeing who did not play well last week. Abe answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was that's, on him. This, I, I was on him this week. So, like, hey, well, hey. I'm. I mean, there's the blueprint of last year. Kevin Na didn't play well at the tournament champions, right. and he just went to the golf course to suit his game, where he just hit a lot of fairways. You know, he's a really good iron player. You know, I, I mean, you know, Abe answer. I can name some good performances in Bermuda. Yeah. He won at Southwind. Yep. He came second to Webb Simpson Harbor Town back when that was oh, full shit. Bermuda. I forgot about that. Yeah, that that was one like Harbor Town is usually overseeded, but the June one that was full Bermuda, and then everybody went low there. And dude, I just forgot, was, like, I forgot he came in second there. I, I yeah. completely forgot. Yep. Uh, Joaquin Neiman last year, uh, he was top five in that Harbor Town, and then he finished like second last year okay. at this event. So maybe there's maybe that's a leaderboard people yeah. want to draw to in, the, yeah. in order to get guys. So like it. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think I, I mean I'm hoping maybe. The books are sleeping a little bit on answer this week, and okay. then maybe a little bit of discount. He kind of like you know comes a little bit out of nowhere. So because this is definitely a an Abe answer ish mm-hmm. golf. Course. Yeah, I agree. If, if I'm if I'm spouting kids, then that means Abe answer is right there with them. Right. So okay. okay. Anything else, brother? No, I got nothing. We'll uh. So we are, so starting this week, uh, we are officially expanding. Thanks to you guys, by the way, for all your support for everything. So we are now going three episodes a week. So basically what we're doing, we're going to take um, our Tuesday show, break it up into we're going to do DFS tomorrow to get you guys started on your live. I thought we do a betting tomorrow. No. Betting, so, betting tomorrow. Nope. We'll talk, we'll talk offline. I'm telling you. Okay, but that's fine. Yeah, we'll talk offline. All right. We will have two shows, and then we'll figure it out. How about that? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we're breaking right. up the DFS and betting shows into two uh, small sample shows, uh, Monday and Tuesday. That way we hit your feed the first couple days of the week. And, okay. uh, yeah, uh, I mean, whatever order it comes out in, uh, it, it doesn't matter, right? So uh, you, you'll, you'll get our takes. We'll do that. And uh, and then, well, you know, we're going to try to think of something uh, for the for the podcast. Uh, might just be uh, me yelling at Twitter uh, for, on the weekends, um, doing like a live hit uh, on stuff to look forward to for um, either showdown stuff or round-to-round matchup type things. And, uh, yeah, man, we're trying to put up some more content for you guys because uh, you guys have been fucking awesome and keep spreading the word and all that good shit. Anything else, brother? Yep, that's it. All right, man. Well, listen, tomorrow night, uh, tune in. DFS or betting. Who knows? Well, no, we'll flip a coin. Uh, either way, uh, we broke them fucking books the first week of the season. We're going to keep doing it every fucking week. Let's go. Let's go.